It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to episode number 36 of Side Hustlers with Carla Marie. That's me. On this episode, we are going to hear Christy's story and learn how she launched Purpose Boutique. It's a place where women can comfortably and confidently shop for the clothes they love and how Purpose Boutique gives back to an amazing organization with every single purchase. And I know it's the holiday season and you're stressing over shopping. So I put together the Side Hustlers gift guide. It is full of the amazing companies and products that have been on this podcast all year long and it's got a discount code for almost everyone. So check it out. It's all at thecarlamarie.com. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo. It's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. So, Christy, you made it all the way into the studio. You took a ferry to get here. It's like you went through the seven layers of the candy cane forest to find our studio. Yeah, but, I mean, it's pretty close. But, yeah, we traveled on the ferry. It was great. So, obviously, you are the owner of Purpose Boutique. But who is also in studio with us today? It's Lindsay. What is Lindsay's role? Just so we can, we don't introduce her in the middle of the podcast and everyone's like, who is Lindsay? What does she do? Well, Lindsay, ha- she wears a lot of hats. So, officially, her role, what would we could call you? The COO, buyer, marketing, resident best friend. Resident. <laughs> she does a lot of different things. She's <laughs> been with me from yes. almost the beginning. So, yeah. She's, okay. She's going to help 
me tell some stories, I bet. I know. That's why you wanted to make sure she was on the mic for moments that, of things that you forgot. Oh, which means yeah. You've had a very long journey, obviously. So let's go back to the beginning, right before Purpose Boutique started. What year is it and what are you doing? I believe it's a year, it's 2012. I am working kind of part-time as a marketing specialist for a Computer Sciences Corporation. And then I'm a mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. A full-time job in itself. A full-time job, (laughs) yes. And my husband was full-time Navy, Navy career. So we were living like 3,000 miles away from home, like Washington. Okay. We're from the Carolinas. So living that life, and I really just kind of had this dream to break the mold of just a normal everyday life. And that was, you just decided, I'm going to open a store? Kind of, yeah. I had these, just these ideas and dreams. I did want a store. I also wanted to do something like bigger than myself. So I kind of wanted to create something that would make a difference. That's awesome. Yeah. So I took that idea on one side and then this other idea of, well, what do I love to do? I mean, embarrassingly enough, I love to shop. Uh, that's not embarrassing. I think <laughs> no. we all can agree. I love styling. I love shopping. I love my friends. And I thought, well, why don't I come up with this idea and put these two together and just see what happens. Purpose Boutique, let's explain a little bit about actually what it is because it's a place where you go and shop. And let me explain my experience when I first went in there. So I went to your Kirkland location. You have three locations here in Washington. And if you're listening from anywhere, you can go online. It's purposeboutique.com. It is. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Yeah. I'm like, did I miss and something? And you can shop at shop.purposeboutique.com. Okay. So I went in with my parents because they were visiting. And my mom and my mom was like, oh, my God, this store is so cute. You're going to love everything. And I really needed to get new clothes. So we went ham. I mean, we're pulling everything into the fitting room. And whenever I go to stores and there's someone who works there, they drive me nuts. It's like, I don't need, I know how to try on clothes. I know how to do this. I don't need you. And I'm not just saying this because you're in here, but there was something about being in there. Whoever was helping me was not pushy, wasn't annoying. And I trusted her. And I was like, is this supposed to look like this? What about this? And my own mom is there. Like she was helping too. It's not that I had no one, but it was, it was actually an amazing experience. So kudos. I wish I knew who it was. I can maybe look at my credit card statement and find out the day and time I was there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, it sh- really shouldn't matter who it was okay. because all of the girls are like that. Like, we hire very specifically for girls that are are going to treat you really well, and they're going to know style really well, and they're going to come along and, you know, be your best best girlfriend through that's the process. It, yeah, it really did feel like that's that. The goal. So whatever yeah. you were trying to do worked there. I bought a bunch of stuff, something you didn't have in the right size, and you guys were like, no problem, we'll just mail you it for shipping's free and I was like what so then like three days later it came in I was so excited and I got compliments on that shirt all summer long so I'm wearing one of them now it's it I'm honestly really a fan of the brand but when I was in the store obviously I was obsessed with the clothes but I started looking around at the writing literal writings on the wall and understanding what purpose boutique was and it's not just shopping you guys give back with every single purchase yes yes explain that whole why that started and how you do that Well, I will say when I first started, I thought I can just donate money from what comes in. So I just started with um, donating a percentage of the sale. And over time, we've been able to, we do that with every sale still. So to date, we've donated $108,000. That is insane. Yeah, to fight human trafficking. So we donate most of our money through Rescue Freedom International. If you don't know about them, they're awesome. Look them up. And then some other organizations early on that were, you know, helping feed hungry children or, you know, in poverty around the world. So various organizations. And then over time, we started to realize that we could have more impact 
on these people's lives if we had a more sustainable way of doing that. So a lot of the products in the stores are actually created by survivors of trafficking or extreme poverty or social injustice around the world. So it kind of comes full circle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's also guilt-free shopping, which is cool because I'm in there buying things. I'm like, it's okay. It's giving back it's okay. to amazing You're changing people. Lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that is wild. So what made you think right off the bat, I want to donate? Was it just because you wanted to do something good? Like what made you think I'm going to give a portion of everything I bring in to someone else? Well, a lot of it is just um, my personal beliefs. Like it's a lot of it is my faith. So really existing for something bigger than myself. That's just in my heart. It's who I am. And that kind of fueled my passion for doing this. And then I really loved obviously clothing and accessories. Mm-hmm. And then I love people. So those three things made it simple to build a business around. Now, how have you found the people who you said were sex trafficked or and and have their own line now? How do you find those people that you bring into store, those other brands? Well, I remember early on we had a few, like friends would introduce brands to us. And then what did we do, Lindsay? We like went on social media or we yeah. just... Social media and then at market too. When yeah. you go to buy, there's actually a section for brands that give back in different ways. You oh, can wow. walk through and kind of see a bunch of different brands and their stories. When you say at yeah. market... What does that mean? Oh, yeah. like <laughs> For us podcasters <laughs> yes, who don't, don't have know. clothing stores. Well, you have to fill your clothes with stores, so you have to go, you know, buy the product from the wholesalers. <gasps> Can I come? Oh, yeah. It's well, like the it's biggest the biggest shopping fun. trip It is the ever. biggest shopping trip of your life, and so you're buying for other people. Oh, it happens in Las Vegas. <gasps> all the good things the All good oh, things coming yeah. together. <laughs> it's really fun. Las Vegas, we go to LA. We've been to a couple of markets around. Some of our empowerment brands, we call them empowerment. Love we that. just... We found them through connections with other brands. So I think we've carried like 25 Mm -hmm. or so. We also went through a season and we're still in that season, but we created our own. So we did our own dress line. That's awesome. How did you, yeah. how do you even start that? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even the know. same way you started The same purpose. way you start a business. I mean, you just start to learn. You kind of have your goal and then you work backwards. So you're like, okay, if I need a dress, then I probably need someone to make it. <laughs> and then I'm going to need someone to design it. And you just kind of walk through the oh, steps wow. and you, know, you create it. I love that you say that because we've talked to a bunch of people on this podcast all year. And a lot of people start with, honestly, I just Googled it. And, oh, that's yeah. what, and I'm like, you know what? I love that you're being completely honest and not rolling in here like you think you know everything. But working backwards is not, it's almost like an obvious thing, but no one's ever actually said it. So if you have an idea, there's something you want to do, put your goal and then literally go backwards and mm-hmm. figure out the steps. Because if you start in the beginning, sometimes you have no idea what's next. Oh, yeah. No. You got to picture where you want to go. And then from there, you make a lot of lists, do a <laughs> lot of research and take a lot of, I guess, risk because you Got to move forward at some point. Just Is that what it. you did when you opened that first location? Which location was the first location? My ha- my living room. So <laughs> the first location was at my house. I I told my husband about it. My husband's way more conservative than I am with, you know, taking risks. And so he's like, this sounds great, but maybe let's start really small. Like, let's just test it. And so that was the best advice ever. That's the advice I give ev- anyone that comes to me with a business idea like you really need to make sure this is going to work so you've got to start I think small like you start it small so I started in my living room and then I had people come like friends come over and shop and then other people would come over and shop and then people would start calling me to say oh can I come try this on so my house kind of was like a zoo and then sure and you had how many kids at this well two 
Yeah. Well, you said well too. Like that wasn't oh, a lot. That oh, was well, a lot. Oh, that's a lot. Sure. I still have, have people through your house. Oh yeah, through my house. <laughs> I was like, I still just have two kids. <laughs> they would come through. I finally realized too that what I was doing wasn't the most legal way to do business. So, <laughs> so the best way to start kind though. Of, a couple of factors led to opening the first storefront in downtown Bremerton. Okay. Yeah. So did you scout locations? Because a lot of people in this podcast offer services or are online stores. When it comes to brick and mortar, we don't have many people who we've heard from on here. So kind of, I guess, speak to that and what it is like finding a location. Because I've heard from the people who have done it, it's not the easiest. It's not the easiest. For me in the beginning, it was so different. I There's a lady in Bremerton that owns this big building and she's an artist. And I went in and just asked her, I said, is there a space like I could maybe come in and set up a little shop? And for whatever reason, she was like, sure. <laughs> She's kind of as crazy as I am as a person. And she just let me set up my own little store in one of her spaces. It doesn't work like that for me now. For now, for us, when we go and look at new locations, it's lots of contracts. And of course, you know, you're getting into a lot of negotiating and a lot of leases with term. You know, it's crazy now, but that's how I started. Are you in that same location still in Bremerton? I'm not. We actually were in a smaller space, and then we grew so quickly that we went to her larger space. Cool. She kind of switched with us. She wanted to step back. And then actually last year, at the end of the year, it's been almost a year, we closed the Bremerton location because we have a Silverdale store. Okay. In so like a bigger part. shopping center. So, When did you open the second location? How far in was that? Because obviously you need to have a successful business at that point. You're not, no one ever says, well, this is doing bad. Maybe if we open a second location, it will do well. Yes. Okay. So I believe it was exactly a year. I was going to say between a year and a year and a half. Is yeah. When we-, we opened Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Lindsay joined early on and she came from Nordstrom and came into my world with literally my other half in the business. So it was really cool. We were able to kind of build things together and you were able to get us a social media and merchandise and all the step by step yeah step by step were you looking for someone or did Lindsay just roll into the store one day and how does that happen were you purposely out there hiring someone to be your brain for you when you couldn't be sometimes or what was the the I was looking for people in the beginning it was just through my network so I had asked some people if they knew of someone and someone recommended Lindsay to me and she had just moved to the area so oh wow yeah I think being a small business owner, um, when you get to know people as like close friends and then they start to work with you, it becomes like a really cool partnership. So we kind of stumbled into it. I wasn't necessarily looking to do what I'm doing now. And you don't I don't think that you were necessarily looking to hire, you know, a lot of people. It's the best when it works. And out. now it just organically, organically. happened. Yeah, and I our mean- team is really yeah. close-knit and we yeah. trust each other. Yeah. It's the same with radio. Like I look at radio and shows also like small businesses, the same idea. I mean, Houston, who's in here, he was, and he still works on our street team. And I met him and I was like, hey, you know, I think you could actually help me with this. And mm-hmm. he was not hired a year and a half ago by this company to be my podcast producer because this podcast didn't even exist then. Yeah. So it's the same idea mm-hmm. of slowly letting people grow into their roles. That mm-hmm. is the best thing you can do. So let's actually find out a little bit about well, Lindsay. What is your yes. day-to-day like? Because I want to know what the heck you do. I um, <laughs> do a lot of different things day-to-day. So we are um, growing. We've got three locations. So I work closely with the marketing team, doing some social media stuff and um, growing that part of our business. I work with Christy on buying. So we, when we go to those Vegas shows and different shows we get to pick out all the cute clothes that are in the stores and then I also work with the inventory team and 
business development. So looking at new stores and locations, it's kind of like the whole brand. Yeah. Um, Christy's allowed me to kind of just walk alongside her a little bit and help make this dream come true. I really like to have her input. And so it's kind of cool to say in the role that you're in, why don't you do a lot of this stuff with me? Because the two of us together, it's we're probably going to make a better choice than alone. So and at that point, if she does need to make a decision without you at that point, Lindsay, I'm assuming, you know, what Christy would do in that situation or how she would want her brand to be represented. Absolutely. Oh. I feel like that's that's my goal is to learn what's in Christy's head and just make it happen. <laughs> that's what we're all doing today. I feel like that's what we're all learning. When you when people order online, do you have a warehouse? How does that work? Or are the girls we in do. store doing it? We have, so we have three locations and then a warehouse, cool. which is where everything comes. That's a newer thing for us, but all the product comes to the warehouse where we have a warehouse team that sorts it, gets it ready, and then we have a wonderful delivery driver. We only have two men on the whole team. So there's like 40, 45 of us total on the team. And two of them are men, my husband and our lovely driver, John, who comes. He's like a retired firefighter, (gasps) comes and drives all over the Seattle area and delivers the clothes twice a week. That's the cutest. But what if it's someone ordering from somewhere else? Like it's, another part of the, you just he just drops it off at the post office, right? Or we okay. or they'll come. The post office will okay, come. Cool. Yeah, we UPS. Want, they all I'm come like, to the store. What if someone from <laughs> Iowa orders? Is John just John's driving it to oh, Iowa. Sorry, he delivers the clothes to the store. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got it, got so. it, got it. Okay, I'm like, where's John? He's been gone for five. <laughs> He's in Iowa delivering a tank top. <laughs> yeah, okay. someone in Maryland ordered those earrings, so he can be but gone for to go. They were cute. It was yeah. totally worth it. So you just said you had 45 people on staff. I think that is the biggest staff of anyone who has been on this podcast. Well, if you think about retail, if there's yeah. three stores that are open, I mean, we have a we have an incredible team and there are a lot of us now. Mm-hmm. So we're that we have probably the most undefined roles. So Everyone else in you. the company. Yeah, they have like a clear like I lead the managers or I manage a store or I'm a stylist or they're more clear on what they do because we even jump in this we style in the Mm -hmm. store like I love to get on the floor and style customers it's one of my favorite things to do so we still do that it's a little bit of everything I would love to do that I feel like it's got to be just kind of a switch to what you're normally doing your day-to-day and it's fun to see people enjoy clothes and you're like oh this was awesome to be part of it oh yeah I'm gonna come in and style some people we'll see you (laughs) should we'll see what they look like when they leave and you'll see if I'm ever allowed back the best (laughs) part of that though is there's so many women and I don't I I, they're probably gonna even listen to this that they don't feel comfortable styling themselves or they don't feel comfortable in their own bodies and that's one thing that we love to focus on is helping them feel beautiful and to walk out with confidence there's so so many times where I'm like I don't even know what, how? Like, what how, What do I put this with? I just got my first pair of overalls yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't think I know how to wear these. And um, now I'm thinking maybe I should just bring them in and be like, guys, help me find a shirt to wear with these things. Oh, for sure. They you will should. totally do that. Okay, good. I'm going to wear a cute that. little turtleneck, like wear something oh. fitted under it. Okay, good to know. I put on like a baggy shirt at first and I was like, okay, well, this is not the way to go. You so. could do a baggy oversized sweater. You tried to get me to do that for the photo shoot. Yeah, it didn't work. You nixed it. <laughs> so, yeah. I nixed it on my body type, but for some people, that looks great. You look good with a Thank you. Sweater. Here we are now doing a style I podcast. I love it. <laughs> I know. We should do a, a style a podcast. Style podcast. Just tell people what to put on that day. When you first, you obviously had the clothes in your living room, and you obviously had to buy those. Was that a big investment at first to kind of, that was a big risk, but. It you- was. I remember, like, 
connecting with a friend of mine that owned a boutique and asking her, okay, what are your brands? Like, what do you, what sells well for you? I mean, I did so much research, but before I ordered that first round, which compared to what we order now is like the tiniest amount, but my heart was pounding. Like when you start something new, it is so scary because you don't know if it's going to work or not. So I remember just sitting there like, am I going to go through with this order? Because, you know, this is a, this is still a chunk of change that if not, you're going to have like, a lot I, of the same outfit in your yeah, closet. Yeah. All your friends are wearing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And if I fail, it's like, ah, you just it's just scary. So, yeah, that was. But it worked out because everyone went uh, there. It did. Here we are. Yeah, it worked yeah. out. They... So that was 2012. So six years later, you've got three locations. Yes. You, people can shop online. What is next for Purpose Boutique? Is there a next? Does there need to be a next? There's definitely a next. Um, We're looking for our next store location and (laughs) we want to just keep growing. I mean, the team and the impact, the more stores we have, it's awesome because we love the people that we work with and letting them grow, like giving them an opportunity to grow in the company is just as much one of my desires like for my life and the, than the growing the stores. More locations, the more obviously the more yes. revenue and then that's the more you can donate, which exactly. is awesome too. Exactly. So it's doing yeah. good for everyone everywhere, especially those of us who want cool clothes. So when you're trying to grow the brand, I guess just market the brand would be a better way to say this. How do you get the word out there? Social media, Lindsay, that's obviously huge, but what are other types of things that you could recommend for people starting small is it influencers that you're working with? Is it reach out to your local podcast? What is there certain things that you guys have found work amazing for trying to just gain awareness? Well, your number one um, marketing, like the best thing ever is word of mouth. So your customers telling their friends. And I would say for us, it's the in-store experience selling itself would be number one. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you go on to social media, honestly, is huge. So it's still the most effective way. Also, we do some email. So getting uh, gathering your customers data is huge. I gave you my email when I went in store and I get the emails. There you go. And if they annoy you, you can always, you know, unsubscribe. But (laughs) getting your customers information is really big. And then if you're working through Facebook or you're working through Instagram, you can target your audiences and that's really helpful. So, so you've seen by boosting posts and putting money behind some posts, it does. Oh, yeah. And if sense. you're going to have an event, then, you know, you post the event and then you kind of you can target to like friends of friends. So if, like friends of people that would like purpose already. You cool. target it to them. What kind of events do you guys do? Oh, what what kind of events do so we do? Many. We love events. We love events. <laughs> we do. One thing that is really cool is hosting. We do parties. So if you want to come in yes. and bring your girlfriends, we do a personal private shopping party. And the host gets 30% off, which is awesome. Huge incentive, bringing their friends. And then you bring your yes. wine, yes. treats, snacks, and you get a private shopping event. So do you have to shut so down the happen. store for that? Um, we do sometimes. Most of the time they're after store hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, most of our stores are open till about 7 or so. So then we do an evening private shopping I party. I for- love this idea. Yeah. I've never really heard fun. this. It's so fun. I think it's one of my favorite ways to style because you get the, you get your own stylist, you get to like you're comfortable around yes, your friends. Yes, you're with your friends, you're you get drunk. a nice yeah, you get a nice glass of bubbly and and cute clothes. Okay, so I'll be doing that. Sign me up. We're making notes. Oh, yeah. We will schedule this. you in for that for sure. Okay. And then we do lots of events throughout the year. You should share the events because 
Yeah, there's tons. I think some of our favorite events, we do a big anniversary sale just to celebrate each year, um, how much we've given, how our customers are helping change lives. We do that in August. And then one of my other favorite events is we do a Mother's Day event. So we do styling for mothers and daughters and we offer champagne and treats. And so lots of just different ways to get people involved in changing lives through shopping. And we do that with a permit and it's legal. (laughs) Okay. Good to know things that. you learn. It's things you learn. Things you learn. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> I Tell love that story. Oh, I don't think we haven't gotten in trouble, but we were just like, oh, for sure you can have champagne. And then we realized that no. in Washington State, that is very much against the yes. alcohol laws in America. I know. And yeah. as your team grows, you have people that come with great knowledge. So after you've done a couple events, and they're like, hey, I don't know if this yeah. is, legal. is legal. And you're like, great, let's look into that. Yeah, it's so. not. So cool. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Was there a moment where you thought, well, we should have never done that or this is bad or this was a huge mistake? Was there a, a step back for you in any of this process? I would say overall, big picture, no. Cool. But day to day, season through season, this is very hard. And so we make it look really fun. We work really hard to have the culture that we have. Like that that doesn't just happen. So there have definitely been seasons where I'm like, I'm not cut out for this. Like I cannot lead this. This is just way too overwhelming. And it's, I don't know, issues with you've got a bunch of women working together and, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, or you have a tough tough situation where you may have to let someone go and that breaks your heart. I like literally cannot handle that, by the way. So if I ever had to be responsible, I don't know that I could do it. And I guess that's not something you think about doing when you're Mm -hmm. opening a store. You don't ever think I'm going to have to fire someone one day. You just want a great place where you sell clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't think about firing people. So one thing that Lindsay is, has been super helpful over the years with is like Does this, she fire everybody is I fire everybody <laughs> is, that, is that she does That's all the funny. firing so I don't have to do any of that that is not true Okay, good that's to know. That's not true. Um, it's just this idea when issues come up, then that's a chance for us to make it better. Like you look at a problem and then you go, "Wow, that was that. This sucks. How do we not? How do we not do yeah, this again? Deal and with then, it now, and then also maybe not yeah. do it again. I mean, you have to learn from your mistakes. Exactly. I mean, if anyone just starts a business and it's fine with no problem, that's probably not normal. Yes. Yeah. The mistakes that help you grow and get better. Oh, for sure. I think that the idea of being afraid of failure is. So silly because failure is literally what's going to make you grow. And so if you're going to start something and you're like, what if it fails? What if it fails? It's like, oh, gosh, of course it's going to fail like that. Like, just go ahead and accept that. Not the whole thing, but certain parts. And you're going to learn from them and then you're going to be better. So get excited about failures. We actually do this funny thing in our team meetings where we will share what we call fail fast. So someone will share where they screwed up in the last week. And then they weren't getting this right. The important part was the the second part. part. It took some time. Yeah. Then they would share what they learned. So then everyone else in the room (laughs) wouldn't make that same mistake. Was everyone just showing up talking about failing? Yeah. We had a few people that were like, well, I did this last week and that was a fail fast. We're like, oh gosh. Okay. Well, what? And (laughs) and we, what did we learn from that? Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's not just share what we messed up on. Let's, let's share the lesson. Okay. I like that though. That is a, you don't just have team meetings like, all right, this is on the schedule, blah, 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 whatever. You're actually trying to build better people within the company of where you're also giving back. I mean, you've got all the things going on. Yeah, a lot. We got a lot going there on. There's a lot. It's a lot going on. Yeah. So it's helping people with also with humility. Like humility is a huge value for us. And we have a list of values that we hire around. And yeah. I think I have that list. Hold on. Ooh. Is it everyone and everything matters? Yes. yes. Number one. Number two, surprise and delight. What is that? Ooh. 
surprise and delight our customers, our team. Lindsay, you can okay. share it with it's us. It's kind of like going above and beyond or just taking a situation and surprising somebody in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, number three is build genuine relationships. Every Obviously. relationship. Love yep, that. Genuine. Number four, create win-wins. Mm, this one's trickier. Yeah. yeah and that. also one of my one. favorites. Okay, Lindsay. It's a really good one. Oh, you want to share? Oh, sure. So create win-wins is, as Christy talked about, there's, there's hiccups and moments and failures that happen, but it's the perspective of looking at it and saying, how can both parties win from something instead mm-hmm. of just saying like, hey, we're going to cancel this order and whatever it is, we're going to say, okay, let's make it a win both for our company and also for you. So maybe we move the order a little bit later. Or we we just okay. create, a di- it's a perspective. Yeah. And number five on Purpose Boutique's values is make it better. Make it better. Make everything better. I love that. I love that you have those two because oh, yeah. there are so many people that launch a store and put clothes in it and then just hope people come in and buy it. You are way more than that. I assume that's what you set out to be. I mean, you said that in the beginning that you wanted something bigger than you. And I think you've done that. And you've created a place for obviously other women to grow, which is amazing for people to come to feel safe and and comfortable in shopping, which sounds so ridiculous to say, but it's some of our most vulnerable moments. Yeah. And you've really done an amazing job at making this an actual company and not just a storefront. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm yes. like, I, don't know. I feel yeah, we work really hard on those things. So yeah, that's a big focus of the company. I love it. And you said something that about getting your customers information. Now this is something recently that I've been starting to pass on to people and I also learned. So my neighbor was telling me that she's like, you need to realize something. All the people on your Instagram, you own none of them. And I kind of said this on last week's podcast with the guys with Ombra sunglasses when they were in here. We own no one on our Instagram. Instagram could fold tomorrow. They could tell us we have to start paying for Instagram tomorrow. And all those people, they're just gone. But newsletters and emails are huge. So if you're starting a side hustle and you're listening to this, start collecting that data now. And as much as you can. So phone numbers, addresses, emails, birth dates. Like you never know what you're going to do in the future if you want to. We do a little coupon for everyone's birthday, which is special for them. But we also want to sometimes give them a personal call if they're really great customer or a text like hey we have this brand that you love it just came in and you need first dip so come in that's amazing Mm -hmm. and dangerous yeah (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like okay you're right I'm coming I'm I'm totally coming something that I ask everyone every episode is what is what app helped you other than Instagram and I'm gonna make both of you answer actually since you're in here Mm -hmm. app that's not Instagram that whether it helps you with your business day-to-day, helps you with launching, helps you with being a mom. Like, it could be anything that helps you in your everyday life. I for sure have mine, but yours is probably the same. <laughs> I know it probably okay, is. I'll oh, let you should we say it at th- on three? And oh, yeah, okay. let's do one, two, three. Evernote. Evernote. <laughs> oh, okay. Good one. I was. I used to be a fan of Evernote, but switched Notes app. But oh, Evernote, Evernote, I think, is, is it's like my, my lifeline for sure. Oh, yeah. So you guys collaborate in there and... We collaborate. Everyone has a work plan and in Evernote, and then we can see each other's work cool. plan. So if you need to leave someone a message. But, I mean, my personal life is run on Evernote. Every grocery list is linked. Every schedule, like all this stuff. Are, we wouldn't survive. So I mean, Evernote, for those who are like, what are they saying? It's an app. It's also a, there's a desktop version mm-hmm. you can use. And basically, like, you have, like, these mini little notebooks. And in there, you've got basically pages of notes and there are paid versions too yes do you guys yes. have to use that because there's so many of you mm-hmm. involved or yeah, yeah we do it's the business version yeah mm-hmm. it's important i think for almost all team members to have it because it's how we communicate back and forth mm-hmm. yeah i love this I you know. guys are like 
badasses, by the way. I just want to <laughs> oh, let you know thank that. You. In case you didn't know, That's so you nice. are. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for coming in. Is there anything before we we go, we wrap up that you want people to know that you, they can come find you here? Obviously, PurposeBoutique.com. Follow you guys on Instagram. It's Purpose Boutique. Anything else you want to leave anyone with? I just think everyone needs to come in store and experience purpose like yeah. experience it's an actual mm-hmm. a really fun girlfriend style shopping experience and the men can come too because oh, yeah. well you know there's couches there's at a the couch. location that i was at yeah yes they can sit there they all, yeah. all the stores have a good couch yeah i love that and then we always we always say it's kind of wraps up in one sentence but how you shop can change your life and so i think that that not only at purpose but in any part of your life so yeah Leave people with that little shop with purpose. (laughs) Thank you so much, as always, for listening to Side Hustlers. You can rate and review this podcast. That would be awesome. That's the only Christmas gift I need from you. But if you did need to do some more shopping for everyone else on your list, don't forget I've created the Side Hustlers gift guide for you. Check it out. It's at thecarlamarie.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.